Hello, and welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. I am Chris. We are two dudes that like to talk about horror from movies to real life this week. Break out the streamers and the confetti. We have got a real life filmmaker to talk to this week. Dave, tell them all about it. Uh, we're bringing on Dan Brousseau from Nickel City Slashers, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about independent filmmaking and his new movie, Chemical Imbalance, uh, currently crowdfunding now. And we will leave all of his links in the description so you can go check that out while you listen to us dudes talk about all kinds of stuff. So Life, love. And the pursuit of horror. That's that should be a shirt or something. Bumper sticker. At least. Is, I'd buy I'd buy that. I'd let I'd let you buy me one. Oh no, deal. thank you, Chris. Is that a deal? Yes. All right. Deal. Stick around. That's coming up. All right, and we're back with Dan Brousseau, uh mm-hmm. director, producer, financier, movie Everything. maker extraordinaire. Uh <laughs> Dan, how are you doing tonight? Not too bad. Getting back from the hospital, so could be better. Doing a podcast you are after an injury. That's how tough this dude is. That's why you want to see what he makes, because he's not fucking around. Yes, yes no. <laughs> it says something when somebody is so invested that they're willing to come on a shitty little podcast after you know having a, a a near fatal accident and getting bandaged up at the local hospital yeah but if i can uh put myself uh into traffic to get onto a podcast then uh i'm gonna get this movie shot cast no cast you're gonna get it done. right on right on that, that i like i like the do or die attitude yeah so um you know chris and i are just average guys and i can't speak for chris uh, but I, I don't think either of us would want to be big time industry insiders if it meant that we had to just go around kissing ass and not being ourselves. Um, you seem like a very like down to earth dude. Um, you've got a nine to five. Yes. So, uh, before we get to the movie, before we talk about Nickel City Slashers, um, you know what do you do to pay the bills while while you're soul searching and putting these movies together? I pretty much drive a forklift throughout the day for a living. Um, I I'm a receiver for a for a, a warehouse in town. Okay. Yeah, I mostly just unload trucks that show up and put it where it needs to go. Nice. My wife, uh, similar, <laughs> similar uh, industry. What, uh, if I can ask you, what got you into horror? Uh, that'd be my parents when they let me watch the miniseries of it when I was about six. Yes. Nice. And it kind of, I remember shortly after watching it, I'd be biking home from a friend's house as a child. And I'd always have this fear of a clown behind me. And then it progressively moved on to Army of Darkness and then Friday the 13th. And now I'm the person I am. The building blocks of horror. You love it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So would I, you I, say that 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 like early nineties, eighties, is that like your era of horror? As yeah, hundred percent. Uh, um very big fan of the uh 
the very cheesy, like over the top, gory uh, 80s movies. Same. Nice. Nice. <laughs> we consider ourselves uh, aficionados of that type of movie as well. Can I interest you in a Black Roses? Perhaps. <laughs> oh, it, it, what is it, that? Have you seen? <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not coming on to you, Dan. Uh, it, it's it's a uh, it's cheesy, low budget '80s horror trauma. Lloyd oh, Kaufman. Trauma. Yes, sign me up for trauma. Oh yes, I, yeah. I was hoping you were a true believer, man. Oh yes. So do you independent um, all the time? Yeah, do you get um, draw inspiration from the things they put on to film in the eighties? Um, Class of Newcomb High and Toxic Avenger. Um, you know, do you draw a lot of inspiration from those? Uh, in yes, but not uh, entirely for this film. Um, Toxic Avenger kind of has the same idea as the the chemical causing a mutation, not giving too much away for anything. Okay. But um, no, even the like new trauma stuff is still the style of movie. That's still the 80s style. Though it's new, it still has that style. And I really love that. Uh, like nice. Low budget, down in the dirt, get it done with what you got. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. Is is that something you're trying movie. to bring in your Chemical Imbalance movie? That same kind of um, spirit. Yeah, more spirit and heart than um, funding. Really, um, it's going right. to be micro budget, and everyone involved is doing it because they feel a passion for the project, and they all want to see it get done. Right. So it's just down and dirty, running gun. Um, shoot whatever I can without uh, permits and go from there. Guerrilla filmmaking. Oh, yes. Have you had any interactions or near misses with um, law enforcement? Uh, I actually had an interview with one individual uh, a couple of months ago. I had no idea he was part of that department up until, <laughs> up oh. until after I spoke, <laughs> up until after I spoke with him. But he he was really down to earth. He 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 encouraged me to do what I was doing. Actually, really, so, yeah. Okay. He he was he was very much into the the local film industry, and uh, despite it being his job, he also encourages the filmmaking, the artistic artistry, and uh, so he he encouraged me to keep going. That's kind oh, of very cool. You heard it here, folks. Not all cops are bastards. <laughs> well, Canada though. Uh, it's Canada. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Anyways. <laughs> um. So, where can I ask where you came up with the name Chemical Imbalance? If you want to, I know you don't want to get into spoilers for the story, but like, what about the Not, background of making it? The name. The it? name itself actually came from the writer. Um, I had a silly little title called uh, Revenge of Thunder Thimble. And that, okay. was, that, that had its own little few lines in the film that ended up getting weeded out. So the, the title would have made no sense at this point. 
but the writer is actually the one that came up with the chemical imbalance title and i liked it and went along with it so uh the writer matt grave is that correct yeah uh did he did he bring you the like the story or the screenplay and you're like yes this is what we're doing or was it a collaborative kind of thing what was your process there he wrote i gave him the idea i've had the idea for quite some time so i provided him the idea and i asked him if he can build the story around build a script around my story okay so the finished product is his interpretation of my story essentially i see very nice very nice was he pretty faithful or did you have to like be like no not this scene change this well I, i've known him for about 20 years. I, yeah i've known him for about 20 years so i put some faith in him there so um, similar um, influences horror movie wise yeah yeah okay. so he kind of knows my taste and so he kind of went in the direction um he knew i wanted we did have a few meetings as to how to change this or that right but for the most part it was just that all the meetings were to add stuff as opposed to um change the style of it it's uh okay, yeah. okay. very cool were you were you um yeah yeah do you have any ideas or, or do you have you had any ideas that you're like you you want to do, but you're compelled to kind of hold them close to the vest until you can do them right? Or are you the kind of guy that like, OK, I got this idea. Let's do it. I'm kind of the let's do it guy. But at the okay. same time, as I say that we Matt and I actually have another project together called uh, They Won't Find You. And that we were trying to make sure everything's a hundred percent solid. Um, every little piece was lined up. It's going to be our, I guess, quote unquote, big project. Okay. But, yeah. So we, I guess that's the serious, like these are all serious projects to me, but that's like the, I guess not so uh, running gun guerrilla filmmaking kind of film we plan on making. Like fine tuning everything you can fine tune to. Yeah, be perfect yeah. for your vision. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the big movie. We've had that plan for a very long time, and over the course of many years, the script has it's changed, but it's been the same. And it's like every you know x number of months, we'll be like, oh yeah, how about this? And we just so we haven't forgotten about it. It's 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 the end goal, really. Right. I see that a lot with uh, like I'm a big Cronenberg fan, and he his last movie like i've had this script for 20 something years and part of me mm -hmm. is like why didn't you make it 20 years ago <laughs> it wouldn't have been right 20 years ago exactly so yeah. it's it's nice to get get that in that uh insight from a filmmaker as to like mm -hmm. why do certain projects happen and others take you know years to happen yeah 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 like well chemical imbalance was supposed to come out not come out necessarily but the idea has been there for about five years but i let people around me talk me out of filmmaking in general for the most part oh but i'm fine so i ended up completing a couple short films just for just something to do and people ended up liking them and i was like okay well we're i'm not gonna let people tell me not to do this stuff anymore and right i just went i went for it and now we're, we're now we're here 
Right, right on. Speaking of the short films, man, I I watched um, the video that you did the the short you did paint. Yeah, and I gotta say, man, that was goddamn beautiful. Oh, thank you. It's pretty well. Uh, it, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a touching, like it it would it didn't have to be in horror, especially that start up until that surprise end. I'm like, but you know, this isn't horror at all. This is really like touching and uh, an artist putting their soul into their work and what it meant to them. And, and then you have the surprise twist that makes it a horror short at the end. And it, bravo on you, man. I, I give you a tip of the hat for that. That was, I really enjoyed that. And like I said, the quote of the star and and the monologue is goddamn beautiful. Well, thank you. Uh, that's another one that goes back to Matt Gray writing it. Um, he, he's a very talented writer, that man. Nice. nice. Uh, the, I loved, I thought it was great as well. I especially really loved uh, the credits of the painter, air quotes, and then you playing the paint. Air quotes. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking great. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, spoil, I'll, I'll put a spoiler in before this. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, that's on YouTube. Everyone should go watch it. And oh yeah, yeah. Everybody, if you're listening right now, uh, pause the show, jump over on YouTube, and and check out Nickel City Slashers. They've got a couple shorts. They they've got some vlogs about the movie making process and and where they're at and um uh, can we while talk you're about at your it, Friday the 13th uh your film yeah what was that sorry uh can we talk about your Friday the 13th fan film oh yeah 100 100% 100% how did how did that come about like uh was it something you that, wanted that, to do or was it just like fuck it let's make a Friday the 13th film that it was a fuck it Nice. <laughs> I, I wanted I wanted to do something, and I was like, "What can be fun?" And I was like, "What about Jason working out, getting ready for Friday the 13th Yes. So that's what we did. Made a montage movie. Oh, I liked it. My favorite part when, when it was when Jason wrote on the uh, calendar, "Fuck Leg Day." Uh, <laughs> Chris and I used to uh, work out quite a bit in our younger days, and I think we felt the same way a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, were you or are you a fan of Behind the Mask, Rise of Leslie Vernon? Very much so. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, I, like I got. The, I like the I got scene where they're, yes. they're, he's uh he's chasing her and she turns around and she catches him running. Yes. And he says, "What do you think we do? Just walk really fast?" <laughs> that movie is way underrated, underappreciated, underseen. So yeah. I agree. If if you like Friday the Thirteenth, if you like Leslie Vernon, you have got to go watch uh, Dan's short film for for this. It's fucking great. <laughs> Fra- favorite you. Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, seven. You had to pick one. Seven, really? Seven. Yeah. Okay. The yeah, um, kind of all I guess. <laughs> all right. I respect it. I respect it. Favorite trauma, since we're in favorite trauma. Oh, yeah. You had to pick one. Class of Newcomb High. Nice. There we go. Nice. There we go. Yes, I like it. It's uh, Poultry Geist is up there too, actually. So 
Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. We we have a, a running discussion on the podcast here, uh, kind of a tradition where we talk about roles in horror movies. And so like at the end of every season or every other season, we look back at movies we've done and reviewed and we do some recasting. Like if I, if I was doing this, I would want this person in this role. If you could have any actor, celebrity, musician, anyone in, in your dream movie, what would be your dream casting and how would you use that person? Um, and why would it be Steve Buscemi? No, I'm just, no, I'm just fucking with awesome. you, man. I don't have a piece. <laughs> uh, honestly, in my opinion, the GOAT is Tom Savini. I would like to work nice. with him. In any aspect would be amazing to have some sort of work with him. Even nice. as an actor? Would you go? Yeah, with him? he's sex machine. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's great. I love it. I love it. Tom Savini has been recognized on the Horror House podcast. So, yeah. Uh, oh, kindred spirits. I feel like we're talking to a kindred spirit here, Chris. We are of the of the era. Um. <laughs> well. Uh. Any, what would you say to go back to chemical imbalance? Um, what's been the hardest part of trying to get this made so far? Uh, special effects. Special effects. Yeah. Just I was, the cost of them or logistically? No, getting, like, logistically getting them done, trying to right. find people that will produce what I can, what I'm hoping for. And like, I've, you speak with people and you, you think you got a good rapport going on and all of a sudden there's this radio silence and you got to go find somebody else. Oh. And yeah, so it's that's the hardest part right now. That's surprising. I figured, I figured you'd say like, oh, funding is such a bitch and this and that. I did not expect special effects. I figured maybe because... Well, the, 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 funding, the funding sucks too. But, but not as much. <laughs> Even if I had all the funding I needed, I still need the special effects. Right. And like the special effects are are going to be a fairly large part part of the movie. So, you know, so maybe with it... more with with better funding comes better effects. But I need the effects to begin with. Right. So, as a fan of that same era, so special effects is important to you. I would I was yeah. assume as they are to yeah. us. Like, you don't want just... I, I had some ketchup. I had some ketchup, and I had some tinfoil, and there's my... Uh, <laughs> there's my effects. You, you want... <laughs> you want more than that. And it's... Yeah. Hard I, to find. Honestly, I want... I want trauma quality. Mm hmm Like, I don't want Hollywood craziness. I don't want ketchup and tinfoil, but <laughs> something that's... Fun to watch makes you just like, yeah, kind of want to rewatch it and see what the hell happened. My favorite trauma effect is Toxic Avenger when they hit the kid on the bike and he's like, Oh man, he's still moving, you don't get full points, and they back <laughs> over and just pop his fucking head. Yeah, oh my god, it, it, they used the watermelon for that, if I remember correctly. It's such a great effect. Oh, yeah. um, Chris is 
really into decapitations and and hold on critical of them authorities um that's authority. not he's an authority he on means... decapitations yeah is there a specific effect that really gets you going or that you really are hypocritical of if they don't get it right um you know decapitations or degloving's or severed head you know. specifically for me like if the severed head is not molded right and it doesn't if it is in the uncanny valley i'm like Ugh, i have to take off a point <laughs> because i don't know why it's just the it's just in the nature of me but is there something similar for you like that if you're like this isn't good enough i need something better than this um i don't know um i agree in the sense that uh like decapitations have to look right because if it's clearly just a ball with a Face painted on it. That's an issue. Um, Tom Hanks and Wilson's but, like that's not a severed head. <laughs> yeah, but um, really, I'm not overly picky on special effects. I like them when they're really bad, and I like them when they're really mm. good. Um, they both they they all have like there's a movie trauma release called uh, I believe it's uh, the janitor. And the effects on that looked like they were done for about twenty dollars, right? But it it fits the movie so well, though, that it's perfect, you know. Right. Whereas if it had been any other movie, like those effects wouldn't be right. Yeah. Or if they'd had ultra realistic effects in that, I assume that it also had been like, what? It don't fit the vibe. Yeah. 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 So it's not necessarily something that I nitpick about as long as it like fits the fits the movie the style i suppose right um i am sorry i am uh cat's got my <laughs> damn tongue here i had something right on the tip of it it's gonna be gold you're fine and it's gone i'm fired I will see myself out, and okay. I will also fire myself from the Golden Girls versus WWE podcast that we were going to do later this year. <laughs> this is all your fault. Um, yeah. Well, let's let's talk about the the music for your your upcoming movie, um, the local yep. bands. Um, tell me, tell me, school me, school all of us. We got restored, which is a rock and roll kind of harder side with a, a blues kind of inspiration um they're going to be providing a song for a basically there's a large portion shot in a vehicle and the music in the background of the vehicle happens to be restored song um okay they're on spotify and then there's a band called uh beyond within they're about they're roughly like progressive death metal type style so it's very heavy and then there's in the film there's a trans transition transformation uh scene and the the there's going to be a very drastic shift from one from one thing to another without giving things away and that's when the beyond within extreme music is going to kick in Okay. And it's just, it's going to follow the the once peacefulness 
and it's just going to hit with this extreme metal to totally change the tone of the movie. Nice. 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 I really think sound design is one thing that kind of separates um, care put into the movie versus we just put a movie together. If if yeah. you take the time to get the sound design right, I know your heart's in it. So yeah. bravo on you. Thank you. And pl- I mean, was the uh, picking the the music like you you've had like what you just just described? Um, was that something you'd heard the song and you're like, I want to put this in for this particular moment, or was it something you found after the fact and you're like, that would be perfect for this scene that I've got. Well, um, for the music, like, my, this pro- I'm from a small town called Subri, and um, just a bad backstory, I suppose. We have a film industry, but it's all out of town productions. I'm okay. pretty much going to be the first one to make a horror movie in Subri with Subri cast crew, and included in all that local stuff is the music. So these two bands are from the local music scene. So I'm trying to keep as much independent and as possible. And uh, these guys are going to help with that. Um, kind of like a little local filmmaker artist supporting local film uh, musicians kind of thing. That's a fantastic idea. That is great. <laughs> I love that. And yeah, how, did, how did the bands react? Yeah, I give it back all at the same time. Yeah. How did the bands yeah. react when you asked them like, Hey, I want to, I'm gonna get your music in here. Oh, they were, they were both very grateful. Um, the, there was a point where it was like, okay, but what's the catch? And I had right. to tell them, "There's no, there's no catch. I would like for your music to be in my film." Right. But aside, yeah, but it was just sheer uh, gratefulness on both parts. Nice. Um, Dave, any other what? Uh, any other questions you got? Um, I, like I was talking before the show, I really, I haven't, didn't have a chance to listen to, um, Beyond Within, but I really liked uh, the unique sound that, uh, Restored had, and, um, even, even my daughter liked it, and she's 17 years old, and she's, she's highfalutin. (laughs) Um, she, she's, her tastes are very eclectic, like she Mm -hmm. was influenced by her uncle, with metal, um, myself, metal, rock, blues, hip hop. I mean, you name it all. She's a big Taylor Swift, Harry Styles fan, but she enjoyed listening to restored. So, you know, it's, it's accessible rock. It's got that bluesy guitar and it was fantastic. Um, I look forward to checking out, um, from, uh, beyond within next. um, I think one question that all fans of 80s horror want to know when we talk to a filmmaker. Boobs or <laughs> are they are they not that important to put into your movie? Um, my budget and what I'm asking from the actresses in this film, I'm going to say no boobs. But okay. in general, yes, boobs. <laughs> okay. If I had a bigger budget and I can 
pay them at least a little bit of something for boobs, then sure. Right. Right. But <laughs> nice to have. Nice to have, but can't uh, right now. But, but not, you know, it doesn't have to be a must. You're not going to kill the project if you can't get the boobies in it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you could always pull a Rob Zombie and marry a, a skinny bitch with a flat butt and tiny perky boobs and put them in every movie. That's true. Rob Zombie's never going to listen to us if you keep doing this. <laughs> He's never coming on the show, Chris. Put him on the board. <laughs> I did just, I forget what I was watching. It was a behind the scenes for some, like, oh, was, I think it was for a Roger Corman movie back in the early 80s. And somebody mentioned that uh, actors didn't want to do her nude scenes. So one of the producers was like, then tell her that you're going to go get the cheapest prostitute to do them as a body double and then see what she says. And I'm like, yeah. wow, that's wild. <laughs> so that if some... you need to use that, there you go. <laughs> yeah. That is some cold blooded shit. This took uh, a turn. Dave, this is your fault. This is your fault. It, yeah, definitely that's my fault. I took us, I took us down the boob hole, <laughs> um, which if there was a boob hole, we'd all be wanting to fuck it. So, uh, <laughs> Before we get out of here, Dan's like, I, "Oh my god, what kind of show am I on?" Oh god, yeah. Before we get out of um, here, my last question that I would, uh, would, what would be your advice to new horror creators, whether they're directors or writers for film or 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 book or even like horror music or art? I know you're an artist as well. Um, what would be your just just put it out there into the universe. Like, this is my advice to people creating in the horror averse. Like, go. Just do it. Just do it. Just That's, do it. Thanks. You want to do it? Do it. Don't let uh, budget, don't let, you know, um, whatever limitation you might have, work work with it. Just do it. Nice. And don't listen to the naysayers as you. Exactly. As I learned myself. Yes. What I'm hearing you say is fuck Spotify. <laughs> so I like it. I like it. Fuck it. Fuck them. Fuck the man. Don't let him keep you down. Um, I have one more thing to say. One, be, be, before I say anything, Dan, um, pimp the movie for a minute. Um, pimp your Indiegogo for a minute. You know, the floor is yours. Uh, so Chemical Imbalance going to be my first feature length film um the indiegogo is live but time's running on on it if you just go on indiegogo and you search for chemical imbalance redux you'll find it it's a very small goal and we're about 50 percent to it um it'd be nice to raise it all but if we don't we don't i'm gonna make the movie regardless but uh any and all supports appreciated um Facebook gets updated all the time. That's uh, facebook.com slash NC slashers and uh, Instagram.com slash nickel city slashers. Uh, both get updated near daily. Uh, Going to have a new poster dropping very soon. And so that's, that's exciting. And um, I don't know. End goal for this film is trauma now streaming service. So let's hope. Oh man, that would be super cool. When would when do you think we can be looking for this? Roughly, like a 
So how much uh, like a like a DVD release we're thinking. Like or as soon as, as, soon or... as I can watch it. Like when when can I watch yeah. it? Um, streaming or DVD? Like what's cut? Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, I'm pushing for somebody release in the street, day, but something something broad. Something broad. Yeah, you don't uh, have to be like specific, but like eh, no, November, November, December, depending on how the special effects goes. Okay. Okay. And it's the special effects that's pushing everything back, right? Yeah. So, right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I can. Last, I cannot wait. Yeah. Last thing, I just want to close on this. Um, thank you, Dan, for being so gracious coming on tonight, injured and all. Oh well, thank you. Um, you know, no expectation, uh, just coming on and sharing a, a little of your story and some time with us and some good talk. I, I appreciate talking to you, man. You're you're going to be welcome on the show anytime. Hit me up anytime you want to come back on, um, even if it's just quick updates. And I want to say the reason my brain got disconnected was because of my ADHD, because I was multitasking, Dan, <laughs> And Horror House Podcast has purchased an associate producer on Indiegogo oh, wow. to help you towards your goal. So I, I know you oh, did not expect man. that at all. I don't think yeah, Chris expected that, but it's done. I was in on it. I was in on it for sure. So thank you. Uh, you know, this is we 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 support indie film, man, and good good on you. I can't wait to watch. Well, that's that's appreciated more than you know. All right, all right. Yeah. So, IMDb is going to be getting updated when we're off, when we're finished talking with each other. <laughs> all right, all right, man. Well, you um, you heal up and uh, stay safe out there, man. All right, thank you. Let's uh, final final words, final words, Dan. I got nothing. Stay safe. Don't get hurt like me. All right, Chris. Another great show. Thank you, Dan, for lending your time and your voice. Uh, remember, support independent film. That's how we get out of the loop of the same old Hollywood shit getting regurgitated, chewed up, and spit back in our faces like baby fucking birds. Yes, I agree. Support support the horror, man. Um Go check out all that stuff. If you want to check out more Horror House, we've got we've got over a hundred episodes now, and you should listen to all of them repeatedly. Um, or wherever you buy podcasts. And if you want to talk to us directly, Dave, tell them where they can do that. Uh, you could send us a, a DM or just tag us in a tweet at Sweetness One with six E's or at Horror House Two because there's two of us. You can email us horrorhousepodcast at gmail.com or you can go to the Horror House page on Facebook. Uh, you could leave us a voicemail and we'll play your voice on the air. And you can do that at anchor.fm forward slash horrorhouse. Last but not least, be sure to share us, rate us, like us, click all the little things. It's like, do you like this show? Even if you're, a, and they're okay, just click the button, yeah. man. I'm, and it's still worthy of a button click. I think. And it don't right. cost you anything. Yeah. And spread the word. Leave a review. Go listen to those hundred shows. And we'll be back here in a week. We're out. <laughs>